Tonight, a nine-year-old author tells how he published his first book. I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And these are our incredible stories. Hello and welcome back to all of our listeners from around the world and across the United States. We're happy to have you back with us again. And if you're listening for the first time, well, welcome to the podcast. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting episode and uh, one you're definitely not going to want to miss. Who do we have today? Well, Gary, uh, tonight I'm pleased to tell you that we have a nine-year-old author. He was actually eight years old when he wrote his book, along with three people who helped him make his book possible. Now, his dad, Peter, will provide uh, details of this fascinating childhood adventure, <clears throat> along with Rich Harvey on how the book was illustrated. And Grandma Audrey is with us, and she's going to explain how the book, which is titled Tommy on Green Hills, became published. So, uh, Peter, uh, David, we'll start our incredible story with you. How did you get the idea of writing a story? Well, I've been writing stories since I was in, like, I believe kindergarten and first grade. Yeah, and now, now of course, you're a, a rather elderly nine-year-old, and yes. you, you wrote this story when you were eight. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about this story? Yes, it all started in November when I was on my meeting, and uh, our assignment was to write a Thanksgiving story for how turkeys don't want to be eaten on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I imagine that they don't particularly care for that. So <clears throat> your uh, story is how uh, one named Tommy escaped the uh, dining table at Thanksgiving time. Is that correct? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, he, he, didn't, he didn't end up as uh, dinner, did he? No. Neither did his brother. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, you uh, wrote the story, and uh, it was... You know, it was far from a, a book idea at that point. How in the world did uh, you get the idea that maybe this could be something more than just a story that you wrote? Your grandma actually gave you the idea that you yeah. turned it into a book and take it from a school project into a, a, a produced book. Oh, uh, well, okay. And you know, there's a reason why grandma would uh, come up with an idea like that. So, Grandma Audrey, let's uh, let's find out a little bit about. Uh, your input at this stage of the project? Well, um, Peter David, in the past when he was writing stories, uh, sometimes I would be there to help him with homework, and, and I got a kick out of the stories he did. Well, he was doing, he was home school because of COVID, mm -hmm. and he has the laptop in front of him, and he took a picture of, it was on paper, and he took a picture, and sent it to me and he had illustrated it and i think there were three pages uh maybe four six actually oh six pages, six pages. okay see i didn't even remember hmm. but it was i was very impressed with it and i said well do you have to give those to the school and he said no and i said well save them for me i would like to keep those so when i brought them home i showed them to rich we have a little publishing company and i said gosh, this is really cute. This could make a good little kid's book. So I, he took the bull by the horn and just went with it. And he used Peter David's illustrations. 
and then complemented it with some other illustrations from uh, the stock art websites, and he put it all together. So uh, Rich Harvey is there uh, also uh, and helped fill out the illustrations, the original illustrations. You know, that that's probably uh, not as simple as it may sound because um, you've got the original artist illustrations and then you've got illustrations from other people. How did it end up blending all together looking like a unified illustrated book? <laughs> okay, well, I, uh, I tried to help out by finding stock art and it wasn't too difficult because the young illustrator here is not too demanding. He was very easy to work with. Mm-hmm. I know some sensitive artists would get upset. Oh, you're changing my art. But <laughs> some days, his illustrations were fine. I just added some color or added a colored background. But in, in some cases, I also worked pieces of his illustrations into the existing stock art. Uh, mostly it was like for the bigger scenes when he, He's describing the barn and the turkeys hiding in the dark, waiting for the truck to show up. That I grabbed, I, I think I grabbed five or six different pieces of stock art and, and some of his illustrations and just tried to make them all look like one illustration. Oh, that <coughs> that <laughs> sounds that sounds like something that would uh, be far more complicated uh, for um, an eight-year-old to tackle uh, by themselves. So fortunately... <laughs> Peter David. It wasn't easy for a 52 year old to tackle either. <laughs> no, no. I, it sounds like it uh, gave you a little bit of a challenge, too. So, anyhow, now we've got a story written and we've got the story illustrated. How did it end up becoming a published book which may well become a Thanksgiving holiday classic? Was that through Bold Ventures Publishing? Yeah, Bold Venture Press, we, I mean, we do that. That's what we do is uh, publish books. We reprint uh, Pulp Fiction. We also reprint some vintage books or books that have gone out of print, plus new authors. And so that process is just part of our business. So initially, we were just going to do the book for Peter David, but it really came out so well. And... It has so much, uh, carried so much interest that um, we just went up on Amazon. It's on our website, um, boldventurepress.com, and people bought it. And it's a cute little Thanksgiving uh, story. So it's something that can come back every year um, and, you know, just be a hol- like a holiday treasure. Well, you were so excited about your story. And Miss Reese, your teacher, she was very encouraging. She gave you a good grade, and she thought it was very creative. And so your grandma, who's the publisher, offered you the opportunity to turn it into a book, right? Yeah. When we got to that uh, uh, tipping point, we asked Peter David to sign a contract like we do with all our authors. And we, of course, would get our profit, but we told him we were going to give it all to him unless he became famous, and then we won our share. <laughs> and he was very cute about that. Well, but it, it's also like a little education in business for him as well. Sure. This is a, a fantastic um, opportunity to <clears throat> actually uh, interface with the real world of work and, and see a process from beginning to end because – there's, uh, Peter David, I'm sure you're not the only person your age who dreams about someday writing their own book. And 
probably uh, as far as they get is maybe writing a story and the teacher loves it and gives it a good grade and it ends at that point. But you are in a fortunate situation in that your family had just the right connections to move it beyond that stage to where it is now. Now, Audrey, <clears throat> can you uh, give us the name of that um, publishing company and website again? And also, you can get the book on Amazon, and it's titled yes. Tommy on Green Hills by Peter David Parente. Right, and it's our uh, website is boldventurepress.com. And of course, it's still on Amazon, and um, it, it'll be available because it's a continuing uh, print-on-demand work, mm -hmm. so it can stay uh, available year-round. Year now, uh, Peter David, I have uh, seven books on Amazon, and um, I haven't made my fortune yet. They pay me 25 cents for every copy that's sold. So uh, I'm hoping that uh, maybe you'll do a little better th than that with your, your holiday story. Uh, it's time for you to go ahead and tell us the story. And if you want to read a page or two from the book, that would be terrific. Well, show them, show them the cover and tell them what you got. Okay, yep. for our, our listeners, yes. I'm looking at the cover of Tommy on Green Hills, which has a delightful-looking turkey. Do you guys want to see the back? Sure. Okay. Uh, I see your photo is on the back with a, a little author bio. And two turkeys, two turkeys decide to duck, duck out, out before Thanksgiving. They have a plan to avoid being on the menu. Tell us a little more. I am Tommy. I live on Green Hills Turkey Farm. I see people cooking turkeys. I want to get out of here, so I am not the next one to be cooked. I'm going to move into the forest, and uh, my brother Turkey Mike and our friend Bella, the dog, are going to escape from the farm. Oh, there nice. is a truck that comes to the farm twice a day with turkey food. Coast is clear. Bella will help create a distraction by barking at the truck driver and begging for food. <laughs> when he's not looking, Mike and I will climb aboard. When he leaves, we will jump out of the back of the truck and fly into the forest where Bella will meet us. The night before Thanksgiving, the food truck stopped at the farm. While Bella ran out to bark at the driver, Mike and I hid behind the barn. The driver left to get food for Bella, while Mike and I jumped into the back of the truck. Escape! We waited until the driver reached the forest. 10 minutes into the forest, we both jumped out of the truck into the trees. Wow. You know what? We're going to stop there because I don't want um, to give away the ending of this story. Do you, Gary? Oh, no. we got to leave some for uh, for folks to be able to, you know, want want more. Why don't you tell them how you built the story? Like how how the, the assignment started uh, as uh, why turkeys wouldn't want to be eaten for Thanksgiving and come up with a story and how you built it character by character. You literally started by picking your first character who was Tommy, mm -hmm. which is this turkey right mm -hmm. here. We'll show him your picture of Tommy. That's the picture you drew of Tommy on the back right here, right here. Oh um, yeah. This is the picture of Tommy on the back. Uh-huh. All right. And then from there you said where Tommy lived, which was on what farm? 
uh, Green Hills Turkey Farm. Mm -hmm. And then go ahead and tell them how you built the rest of the characters. Well, for the dog, I knew it because there's a dog in my neighborhood named Bella. And she's your buddy. Yes. Okay. And with the other turkey, his name is Mike, which is Tommy's brother. I got Mike because he was from, the name Mike was from the movie. And that's why I got the name Mike for the turkey's brother. Mm -hmm. And they didn't want to be eaten, so they, you, you built this plan for them to escape the farm. And yeah, because you see here how he gets scared. And how did that make you think about Thanksgiving? Did it make you not want to eat turkey? <laughs> <laughs> well, Dad, listen. Well, there's uh, a lot of silence listen, there. I have a feeling somebody still likes turkey. Yeah, li listen, Dad. <laughs> uh, we we got to remember this is like turkey. this is creative fiction. <laughs> yes, it's fiction. Yeah, this this is not a true life story. This is fiction, so I think I think we're okay with uh, turkey and all the trimmings. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, while you were reading the story, Peter David, it uh, popped out to me that um, golly, uh, you know, I, I could see this as an animated cartoon, couldn't you, Gary? Oh, easily. I have a question for you. I mean, it seems as though you have been bitten by the uh, author bug. And uh, you've done such a great job with your first book. I'm guessing there might be plans to write a second book. Maybe something following up the same story or maybe something different? I was practicing and thinking on another book. Oh, can you tell us what, what it is? Uh, the story of the cook. Is this the person who uh, cooks up the turkeys? Does he go after them? No. no? It's a different because when I grow up, I want to be a cook. Oh, oh see, now we got a second talent. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so what kind of what kind of cook would this be, and what would the story be about? Can you give us a little uh, insight into that? Uh, yeah. So, um, since I like to cook, I like to make fancy meals and desserts and lunch. I haven't really thought about writing the book yet. I'm just thinking and thinking of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, would this be about a chef that is a kid or an adult? Say a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like it. I like <laughs> yeah. it. Now, now if it, if it has anything to do with the Christmas meal, let us know so we can uh, get you uh, <laughs> on our Christmas episode. <laughs> so now that you have, uh, you, you've just told us that you like to cook. Does that mean that you're also going to try and become a famous chef at the age of nine too? What were the two things that you wanted to do? You wanted to compete on what show? Chopped. Oh. oh. Well, let me tell you something. Gary and I have been watching episodes from the Great Courses Company, and it's done by a chef from the Culinary Institute Greystone, yeah, in California, and his name is Chef Bill Brewa. And everything he does, he does as an artist. So not only does he talk to you about all the flavor that is in what he's preparing, but he also prepares everything artistically. And mm -hmm. and I'm thinking that maybe you've got that kind of talent as well. Now, can I ask you, what's your favorite meal to cook? Because I love to cook too. Burgers. Oh. <laughs> I'm good at those. Burgers are always the best. Now, do you do like a double patty when you're doing your hamburgers? Do you do it fancy or just keep it simple? Uh, kind of fancy. Just kind of. Okay, what's kind of fancy? Do you put like uh, like special seasonings and stuff on it? Well, do you remember the, the name of the buns that we made? 
Brioche is always good. Good yeah. choice. Yeah, good choice. And before we go, do you have any advice for anybody else that uh, would be in elementary school or around the age of nine or younger that might want to do their own book? What would you tell them? Yes. What advice? If you, you want to write a story, practice makes perfect, kids. Practice makes perfect, kids. Fantastic advice. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was some great advice for our future young writers, uh, Peter David. Uh, Gary, do you hear something? I, I think it's coming from our backyard. Oh, yep, yep, nope. That's that's Tom Turkey, and I think he's telling us it is time to go. Well, okay then. Congratulations, Peter David Parente. Your children's book, I believe, is destined to become a Thanksgiving holiday classic. Now, we thank you for being with us on the podcast this evening and your dedicated publishing team as well, the people who helped make your dream come true. Yes, yes, yes. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to another incredible story. If you liked what you heard or you were listening for the first time, go ahead and hit that like button and go ahead and subscribe to this show so you can tune in each and every week for new incredible stories. I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And this was an incredible story. And happy, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, everyone.